Hello and welcome to the Practice Growth Podcast with your host, Kelly Knott, and this is episode 104. It is the importance of review generation and the difference it can make for your practice. So I have a super special guest with me today and someone who will definitely be interviewing as we go on in this podcast process someone super important to me but most importantly the most incredible marketing genius that i know my partner in life and my partner in business the co-founder and president of entropy healthcare marketing my husband justin not justin is a super genius when it comes to digital marketing so justin tell my audience just a little bit about who you are what your specialty is and what we're going to be talking about today yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for the kind introduction. Hopefully, I didn't oversell it. Um, but yeah, so I, as Kelly mentioned, I am the president of Entropy Healthcare Marketing. Um, my focuses inside of the agency are the digital marketing components, um, specifically. SEM, so digital advertising, and SEO. And with working with practices like we do, um, we deal a lot with localized SEO because it matters the most with practices, obviously, is that 15 mile radius around the practice. Yeah, and we so, know doctors yeah. are always asking, how are you gonna get me on the first page of Google? Exactly, yep. So, but what we're talking about today, Justin, is something that I know we deal with a ton in the agency and a lot of our clients is what about the review process? What are patient reviews and where do they rank in the overall healthcare strategies that you must have for your practice? Yeah, Is this just a myth or is this something that we really need to start doing? Reviews have arrived. They've been here for a while now. I'd say two to three years of really prominent importance when it comes to Google. But as far as 2019, and beyond, which is what matters most, is reviews have arrived and reviews are here to stay. I would rank it as one of the most important components of a healthy, profitable healthcare marketing strategy. It's just- it's, so You're putting it up there with websites and social media marketing and SEO, right? Oh, absolutely, 100%. It's something that cannot be ignored with as localized as Google's search has become both on mobile and on desktop, there is no denying Google has spoken and reviews matter substantially when it become when it comes to growing your practice and getting your physicians found online. And the biggest other thing is I wanted to bring up is if you're not doing it or choose to ignore it, you're going to get crushed. And I know that's an extreme statement, but People like myself are talking to your competitor about this yeah, that's and they very will true. do it. And if you don't, you're gonna see your rankings fall, especially when we move into 2020 as Google's algorithm continues to shift. Right. So it's 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 wildly important. It's just I can't can't tell you enough how important it is. Yeah. So I mean it's super clear how important <laughs> reviews are, but what would you say their role is? How do they play into the search engine process, the localized search? Are they really going to bring us patients? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and the long and short of it is 
they are super critical when it comes to Google's evaluation of your physicians as well as your practice's website. They play a very critical role in how Google evaluates where to put you in the hierarchy of search rankings. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So really quickly to give you a brief overview to really dumb down Google as far as you possibly can. <laughs> this is such a generalized statement, but if you think about the Google is in the search experience game and why they've put such a prominence on reviews is reviews tell a story very easily. I mean, you go on just like 80% of Americans are doing now, when you go to research something, whether it's a product on Amazon or it's a provider, you go and you read what other patients are saying about whatever it is, your that physician, that, that physician that or whatever visit. it is. You're looking so, for things like, is it long wait times? Is it a good doctor, right? Exactly. And so moving past that, the three three of the most important components that kind of make up the pie chart of the 100% of what matters the most to Google are proximity, relevancy, and reviews. Proximity being, if you do a search for orthopedic surgeon or, or, or primary care doctor near me, you're gonna get somebody that's generally within a five to 10 mile max radius of where you're sitting when you do that search. Right. So proximity is number one. That's what matters the most is where you're at at any given time. Second is relevancy is, are you an orthopedic surgeon? I mean, right. if you're not, you're not gonna get a coffee shop in your search result for an orthopedic surgeon. Right. Google, so Google's picking up on that. Google's algorithm is highly intelligent. Their rank brain is incredibly accurate. But reviews, not only do they pray prominence just because of the positivity of having a great review score of, of 4.9 out of 5 with right. 50 reviews, it actually feeds back into relevancy. So it's kind of a double whammy. I think that is so interesting. So not only are you saying, like, obviously the patient experience, we're going to look at something a lot closer that has a ton of really yeah, positive big five-star reviews, reviews exactly. but you're saying it actually is part of this Google search ranking. For sure. So if you look at really, and this is a pretty general, the accurate across the board for whatever you're searching, but if you search orthopedic surgeon near me, more than likely in that local three pack, which is those three Google My Business listings right. that are attached to the map kind of toward the top, you're gonna see in that orthopedic search result either one of two things. It's either going to say their website mentions orthopedic surgeon, or there will be a snippet of one of those provider that's in that three pack, one of their reviews and in bold orthopedic surgeon will have been extracted out of their page by Google's algorithm. And that right there speaks volumes for the prominence that Google is saying we reviews. how important reviews are. So you're saying if a patient comes in and let's say we're we're starting to really improve this review generation process. Not only are we gathering these good reviews, but you're saying if they're actually writing especially for maybe some specialty surgeons with specialty services, I had a hip replacement here. I couldn't tell you how amazing Dr. Jones was and how specialized the care was. And if you're saying they're actually using some of these words or he's oh, the yeah. most incredible orthopedic surgeon I know, that this is really gonna improve that the will, search. In the long run, you will see a direct correlation between, because the patient mentioned hip replacement, between 
the keyword hip replacement in search queries and a positive trend on the ranking of his Google My Business page in correlation to that. That's pretty huge. It I is. mean, that's a great way for physicians listening out there and even liaisons trying to get their practice noticed is we know that we want patients to be liking their experiences and sharing their story, but that is something we should really think about as well. Oh, for sure. I mean, and, can and you just imagine just reiterate. getting better local search just oh, for yeah. the reviews? And just to reiterate, kind of drive the point home of, of how important rankings are and our reviews are in the ranking process when it comes to a localized SEO strategy that we at Entropy are implementing for a client, I would near say it's an almost non-negotiable that right. there's not some type of, and it's not a take it or leave it, like they have to use our review software. If they've got a great even first person party review process in place, but the point is they must have something proactive in place to grow reviews in their practice, whether it's us doing it, another software they already have in place, or they've got just this killer front office person that asks every single person on checkout they're having super success. <laughs> whatever, it is, whatever it is, my right. point is that comes part of the package or we're just not gonna have long-term success and so we won't a lot of times take on that That's client. true, as an agency we have turned down yeah. clients that won't play ball when it comes to the review yeah. generation. Just, that's just to again drive home the point of that's how important that we see the right. role reviews play in the overall grand scheme of things. So we've talked about the more detailed and Google approach to reviews and just quickly before I ask my next question, how important is it for patient proof? Social proof? Is yeah. That kind of what I mean? Yeah. I mean, testimonials have been around for a really long time. Right. Reviews are kind of another form of a first party testimonial. And Justin not only is the review king marketing wise, but let me tell you guys, we can't make a purchase without him going through <laughs> hours for sure. of review research. And if I buy anything on Amazon, as small or as large it is, he always asks me, what did the review say? I'm like, I don't know, Justin. Oh, I didn't read all those hours. To pull of this reviews. all in, with the video content, we just bought a new camera actually. And I, the SD card that goes inside of the camera. I think he spent how long? About a spend? day and a half actually. About a day I, yeah, and about a day and a half deciding doing research. On which one he's hey, but do. I found a killer one. Thanks for the reviews. I don't know who you are out there in the stratosphere, but it, it helped make a purchase. Oh, so true. But I didn't mean to get you off subject. You were talking about social proof when it comes to reviews and making decisions, how it's going to drive patients Absolutely. to Absolutely. I mean, I gave a speech in early June at a healthcare marketing symposium um, in Atlanta and, and talked about this, just showed one simple graphic because I think most people listening have had reviews beaten into their head at some right, level. Right, like they need to invest. Like they at least know, okay, I get it, it's important. Right. So we're trying to break through the why here, it's why? important. And all I did was show one simple graph that broke down eight different specialties inside of healthcare, one of them being surgeons. And the statistic was 79%. So That's essentially we'll call it eight out of 10 patients read reviews before ever booking an, appoint an appointment. Pretty incredible that's, it's, that's a staggering number that is not, if you're, if you're listening to this and hoping it goes away, that will go to 82, then 84, then 86%. That will only continue to increase. And not only should you physicians be paying attention, but my liaisons listen to that. We are in the field busting our butt, yep. making these referral relationships. We may take it 90% of the way. Yep. And if our review game is not strong, 
we could lose a lot just of to have your work. provider's reputation trip them out the finish line and that's what's important and in a self-referral world that continues to grow is even if it's not a direct line self-referral um, say you've done your killer job you met with the referral coordinator they gave your pa they gave the patient a card before they ever book an appointment, even if it's kind of a slam dunk, quote unquote, because they've been given the card, they're probably gonna go online and do a, at least a, their own little bit of kind of market validation. Right, they're gonna look, who are they seeing? Exactly, and unfortunately, what can occur, even to no fault of the provider, they can end up with a really low overall reputation score. They can end up with like a two out of five on Google. And we see it a lot because it's one of the major pushbacks that we get when we discuss review re review generation and reputation management with a potential client or even a current client. Which is totally normal. Just for anyone listening, yep. if you are hearing this and you're like, wow, I really need to get on my review game, but you are feeling like, I just don't know. Or you've I'm... gotten, or the physician looks like they get a little green under <laughs> when the gills when you talk about it. Guys, it's... it is so normal. I cannot tell you as healthcare marketing specialist, how many clients are not always ready to jump on board, not because they don't believe yeah. in the power of reviews, but because of this really, really common obstacle. And what is that, Justin? That is, the, the landscape of healthcare is very different than majority of other industries, is we see a lot of providers lose control of their reputation without any fault of the actual one-to-one -one patient care, which is what matters the most. Right. Because, and I know for a lot of listeners out here, this is an all too common theme, is the patient's complaining because they got a bill from their insurance and they didn't understand. And no matter what you could have done to preface it with good processes to make sure the patient understood what the potential charges are, they end up pissed. Or they spent too much time in the waiting room, whether it's something you internally need to address to create better patient flow, or it could be surgery went over and you were busy saving a life or whatever it could be. So you're talking about just, this is a risk if you don't implement if you don't. a strong referrer generation. So he's saying liaisons, just so you're listening, not only can this really negatively affect the hard work we put in the field because these patients are going online and we haven't done a good job about a reputation. But he's saying it's even identifying internal structures because this is something I teach my students, Justin, in my course. And I know he's so sick of hearing about physician liaison marketing when it comes to Never. training. But this is hey, something me. he um, he talks about that I think is really important and I train in my students. If you are seeing negative reviews, especially with internal structures. So the front desk was rude. No one called me back. I got jumped from department to department. I waited in the or waited in the room for two hours. They canceled my appointment. This means that if your patients are vocalizing this in your review process, that your referring physicians are experiencing the same thing. So he's talking about the risk of not having a strong review generation can affect you not only in finishing the hard work you've put in the field, but it may be telling you something that your referring physicians are not vocalizing. Yep. So this is something that could be a huge hurdle in your liaison marketing and physicians this isn't something you sweep under the rug. No. I know you're busy with patients, but if your front desk is causing you issues with getting patients through the door, we need to create structures. Gotta address it. I mean, that's and that's a big thing is all too often, physicians get so beaten down with this review process, 
over several years period of time and it's gone unaddressed that they've pretty much thrown up their hands and it's like that's true yeah and there and unfortunately it's like there is there's always gonna be issues that can arise whether right. you have a proactive i mean we've had clients in plenty of healthcare systems that always get a negative review yeah, but, but you gotta, how many more you gotta, positive reviews do they have you gotta stand up man up deal with it address it and then make sure you respond to it accordingly which we'll get to a little bit later uh -huh. but that's the big thing is is people just they've just a lot of doctors just like i just i can't deal with that like i've got too many negative reviews and all it is is patients talking about stuff that doesn't have anything to do with my patient care and there's nothing that i can do about like it. insurance processes people exactly, not understanding exactly. their own policies so again for any of you listeners out there it is 100% normal, not only to be a little bit, what would you say, hesitant to yep. jump on the review board, but also, let me tell you, I don't think we have a single healthcare client that doesn't have a negative review about an insurance policy issue, where a patient just feels so jaded because they didn't understand their own insurance policy and now they have this bill. So you guys, that is really, really normal. But that doesn't mean you can't jump in the review game. And it is about building positive reviews and managing this reputation. And the good far, far, far. And that's my point of as Way reviews far. Have I mean, how I many mean, of our clients I can't have even explain changed? to you how drastically the pros of having great reviews and having active review gen just, just absolutely blows out of the water right. the potentials of bad or what already could exist out there. It just there's not even there's not even a close. Well, why don't you tell them about what a recent example? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we got a client, a very large orthopedic practice in the southeast. Um, they've been having fantastic success over the years. They've grown substantially. They just brought in four new surgeons over the last just six weeks, and they're in the fight for their lives, so to speak, from a digital standpoint with the other major orthopedic player in the space in their kind of region right, where so they're, they're trying to so they're trying to to establish and kind of grow elbow room so to speak with a with competitor a, with a competitor and even more specifically down to a micro level with a couple specific surgeons in the specific niches that they're oh, going so after. Oh, so we're really talking about high-level procedures. Absolutely, and, and this shows the impact that can reviews can have. So we have a provider in particular that has voiced to the marketing manager of the practice a sense of high-level urgency of what he would like to see. He specializes in hand and wrist. He does general ortho, but he specializes in hand and okay. wrist. She's like, so upper I, I have a simple, well, in his mind, it's a simple ass. I have a simple <laughs> ass. I want to show up for hand surgeon and hand specialist in search results. I'm nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Right. So we And that, it, by the way, is a super common issue, right? For sure. Oh, absolutely. Because like, well, people find me if they type in my name, but more than often people are looking for my specialty, what I do, not who I am. Right. Um, so what we did was simple is he was newer to a territory, but the territory just so happened to be the main city. He had another listing that was performing really well in a smaller city inside like of the metro in a suburb area. Right. But the other location is in the main metropolitan area. We'll say Dallas, for instance. Okay. That's going to carry a lot more weight on a near me search because it's got the city of Dallas in the address. 
So I knew when we looked at it, he had zero reviews, a goose egg, and was showing up for like less than 10 searches a month. He was essentially non-existent. What I call, he wasn't even in the race to try to win at Google Over the search. competitors. Over the competitors, wow. not even in the, I mean, if you're sitting in the 50th search result, you, you're, what do they say where you hide oh, dead bodies? Yeah, the best the... place to hide a dead body is on the second page, page of Google. Google. <laughs> um, but so what we did is we put a huge focus that pulled the review gen away from a focal point of his other practice location and put all of our eggs in one basket on this one. And so with a review me, generation. With a review generation, just showing the power of what starting to get proactive and reviews can do. We are about three weeks into review gen at this location. He has seven positive five-star reviews now. Wow. We checked today. I had a call with a client actually today. He is up 834% <laughs> in map listings and over 100% on search listings from where he was three weeks ago. Um, that's an enormous number. I mean, it's just I mean, a that's huge, huge number. And you're talking about, this isn't just oh, yeah. patient proof. He's not talking about just And if you look at insights, it's hand search. surgeon near me, hand specialist, orthopedic surgeon. So is it's he getting in the race he now? He's with, in the race. With his niche. Yes. And so even, even more race. validating, we looked at his Google search console and it was all over the board. Like he'd show up for one search result in the 50th position like one day a week and now every single day now it's early in the game so he's showing up say between well, the 25th and 35th position but now he's showing up in every search result for hand doctor near me and what that says to us is google has tipped their hat and said you're in the game and now we can take his on-page seo and couple it with his review generation and, and we can really go after search results and amp it so up so what do you expect it all started with positive review generation so what do you expect two weeks from now for this client what are some all goals the, we have as an agency to get him where he wants to be well i want to get him into the playing field of the second page because that's when we're really pushing right. the needle if we can get another set of five to seven positive reviews, especially even more beneficial, we can't control what the patient puts right. on there, but if we get a home run with, I got hand surgery from him, or he was the best hand surgeon I've seen, one of those will just catapult well, and him of course, like, really quickly. Because of this review generation process we put in place, that's, that's a guarantee. That's, it's, a, it's a very strong possibility for sure. I always, so we're saying Google that, scares me to death with the word guarantee. <laughs> yeah, he's a, not a big guarantee. Because but, I don't own Google. But you're but. saying a little bit over a month. You have definitely put him in his niche searching for his oh, yeah. upper well, extremity well, before, procedure surgery. Before we didn't now even he's have in the city and imagine where oh, he'll yeah. be in two months from now. And before this we didn't have, even have we, data to make decisions because he wasn't showing up for anything. Right. That's now we have incredible. feedback on what we need to be doing to move the needle even more and outrank the competitors and it started with as simple as seven reviews over a two to three that's week pretty process. big guys that's, it. that's a big that's deal it. so i have to ask this justin because we are a healthcare marketing agency i will have a totally another podcast you can learn so much about us together about that but what we focus on is the healthcare experience we understand the clinical experience and one of the big things we have to talk about reviews justin is what about hipaa yeah, that's, that's definitely a concern. And one of the main pushbacks that we get is HIPAA is this this scary judge and right. jury that kind of lords over everything What if everything they're not on a do. review generation process with HIPAA? 
So that, the biggest thing, that's not too too much of a concern. Really the biggest thing that we run into, and I think people give too much weight, and don't let me dumb down the importance of being HIPAA compliant stuff, but I'm saying in the review world, they put too much onus and emphasis on staying HIPAA compliant. Um, the biggest thing that where HIPAA can enter the world of review generation where they need to be careful really comes down to review response. Okay, so that's listen really up, it. guys, really because it. I know Your some of my liaisons are the ones responsible for responses. And again, I, I'm not trying to generalize things too much, but all too often when you read the one in a thousand horror story with reviews and HIPAA, it really always 99.9% .9 of the time boils down to following best practices and response. Google's best practice policy is always respond to reviews, both positive and negative. It increases your trust score with Google, shows that you're proactive and engaged, and statistically it's shown about seven out of 10 patients create a better know, like, and trust relationship with a company that responds to reviews. So first and foremost, you true. should always respond, but when you keep HIPAA in mind, things that you need to consider is you want to frame your review to never put the patient inside your office. And that sounds very confusing. Can you give us an example? Yeah, absolutely. So say a patient responds with, my migraine is feeling much better. Thank you, Dr. Smith, for seeing me. If you're a neurology practice, um, the biggest thing is that's a fine review, right? That's We're a talking totally about, fine that's review. That's a great review because we have migraine in there. Absolutely, you would never want to say, "We're so glad that you enjoyed your visit. Thanks for coming into the office." Okay, so you're saying the response. The response is what matters. They can, and that's what another thing we get is, isn't that PHI? That's their first and last name when they leave a review. They have consented to out themselves, so to speak, from a patient information perspective on their own, completely outside of anything that you've okay. done. So, But where HIPAA can get involved is if you make it PHI. And how you do that is by putting them in the practice as a, a patient. And what I mean by that is responding to that review with something like, um, I'm thank you so much for coming to the office. I'm glad that your headaches are feeling better. Yeah. You just, in that, context proved they were a patient and proved they came into your practice okay. so now so anyone anyone reading it can instantly deduct that is their first and last name and that's patient so health you're confirming it you just you're can't confirming. confirm it you can thank them right you can thank them you could say something like like thank you for thank you so much for your review our practice strives to perform at the highest levels and but you Something don't like want to talk about a specific instance in which they were in the clinic and how you treated them, right? No, absolutely not. And if it's even a, though it's to thank them, we want to make yeah. sure we are not saying you want to keep it we love general you today in as the pretty much as general as you can. To be honest, it's better safe than sorry. You do want to respond, but you want to say pretty much like, like thank you so much for their kind review. Happy you enjoyed your experience. Yep, and that's it. And. If you get a negative review, you never want to get into a back and forth with a patient. I mean, that's kind of where we can leave it, is if it is something that needs to be addressed, it's a very serious matter, take it immediately offline. Get it 
out of the review section Even if you feel like you have to defend yourself, right? Because Even if you have to. That dreaded, say, crazy patient, but and they're just totally in the wrong, and they're, they're just blasting your practice. Yep. Then so you have to you say do? something like, like, we're sorry to hear about X, Y, and Z and would love to help. It's our policy to protect patient information and discuss these matters offline. Please call us at X, Y, and Z and we'll help you right away. That's immediately removing yourself from an online confrontation that could potentially put you in a position to out them as a patient, which you do okay. not want. And I love that example. Frankly, We're going to have to put that for our listeners for so sure. they can see an so, example of that. So you want to respond always to positive and negative. Put yourselves in the shoes of in this context, does it connect them to us directly as a patient? Like, thanks for coming into our office. That shows they came into the office. So that's kind of the general rule of thumb is keep it... Semantics. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Semantics. Well, Justin, we talked about the importance and I'm really getting an even better understanding. And this is why you are definitely the digital marketing genius. But where can my listeners, these physicians, and even my liaisons when they're approaching the subject to their CEOs and doctors, where can they begin this process of really getting these reviews to help them bring in patients, drive leads, and and improve their local search? Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest thing, and there's so many options out there and everything, but the best place to start is to just get started. And I know we've got a lot of that was really helpful. Your I, list, I think yeah. they'll definitely understand. Yeah, that. yeah, a lot of our a lot of our listeners just will like this reference from Doctor Phil. I know the the ladies out there. This shows that I'm definitely a married man. Um, <laughs> I have to admit, what he likes to say is the worst thing that you can do is kind of likened to not doing reviews. He always says a bad relationship for one year is doing it for one year in a day. That's really good. So I mean, that's what I true. mean by that is get started. If you don't have a review generation software in place or you are looking for one, just start putting it into your office managers and check out people's vocabulary where you're asking patients, did you enjoy your time? Oh, great. They're in a good mood. Make sure they're in a good mood. That's always Yeah, saying. read the room. Read the room when you're checking them out. If they're not happy, don't ask if them for a review. If you've made them wait a little but bit too long, they might My not point be the is then ask them for a review. Keep it front of mind and you'll be surprised a lot of happy, satisfied patients will leave a review. And yes, you may prefer it to be a Google, but you've got to have a Gmail to leave a review. And if they're happy to pull out their phone and leave it on Facebook, take it. Wherever right. you can get it, take it. And it's better to spread the wealth. You priority is Google, but Facebook is super point, important. Yelp is super important. Health grades and vitals, because their niche level directories and their provider focused are very important. But honestly, the biggest thing is it sounds it sounds very simple, but get started, make right. it a priority. When your next Monday meeting or whenever you have your team meetings, say, we're getting started today on reviews. This and needs we'll to work happen, out, this isn't going We'll anywhere. iron out the <laughs> workflow later, but today is the first day of the rest of this when it comes to review. Right, generation. and as you mentioned earlier in this podcast, I mean, this is a huge part of a healthcare marketing yep. strategy, and your competitors are doing it. I promise you guys oh, they yeah. are. You have seen it even as patients yourselves, and I know you guys as physicians would would really want to get this started. But Justin, how do practices implement this patient review process? Yeah, absolutely. So kind of three three main things as far as the biggest advice that I have for now that we talked about just 
get out there and start doing it is your competitors are doing it so you need to get out there i mean it just kind of drives home again is like why you need to get started the biggest thing is don't overcomplicate the process of implementation especially if you're looking at a review generator review generation software which i do highly which recommend is what we use as yeah as absolutely and the reason why we use it is it's Practices are weighed down already so much. There's a million things that go on every single day from the provider level to the practice, to the office managers. There's well, and just- my physician liaisons all, as well wear a oh, lot yeah. of hats. And, and oh, absolutely. So adding review generation into the mix is just one more thing. And right. all too often, it's one of the things that we tried it, and it just ain't gonna happen. It's just one more workflow component to the checkout process or whatever it is. Stops, right? Exactly. So what I always recommend is I think that really drives home the importance of creating some level of automation in the workflow, I think is really important. And that's why there's a lot of good solutions. Um, it's why we made this a big focal point of kind of going the extra mile is integrate if you can your review gen process into your emr um i think what it does is it eliminates the manual component of having to send an email or send a text e review request it just when you check the patient out you have automation workflow in place so you're not relying on that front desk so you, that physician no on, and, that and it's not one more thing to do so right. it's gonna get done and it's gonna happen so say you have it set for an hour after they check out at the office, they get a text message for a review request, whether it's a first party review on your website, kind of like a survey, or it's sending them to Google or Facebook for a review. And then if they don't, maybe you send something else, a follow up like 48 or 72 But that's why later. these review generations like that we use at Entropy, that's why it works, right? Yeah, because absolutely. We're, we're setting them up for success. For success. There's, there's no overhead of you know manpower, like you said, distraction. We're creating a process that is automated, that is pushing this in front of patients in a positive way and Absolutely. we're able to capture this insight. And don't right? get me wrong, there's there's I've I've seen it firsthand in our agency as well as it with even other agencies. There's plenty of clients that have tremendous success by doing it manually and asking patients, but in reality, there's just too much on the plate of a provider practice. You I highly recommend to automate this program. It's okay. just that will and kind of almost ensure a high likelihood of success in this instance. Well, then let's talk about this. So we know that at Entropy Healthcare Marketing, this is something we absolutely do for all of our clients. When we are talking about, and they come to us about their goals and getting on the first page of Google and driving in leads and new patients, this is one of our biggest strategies. But what is some of their questions? And I know one that I want you to answer. Is this affordable? Because we've talked about this and sometimes people get confused. Is this a huge budget project or is this something we can all, small practices to large hospital systems, it's really easy to implement and afford, right? I mean, it's totally affordable. Yeah, absolutely. The barrier to entry when it comes to the kind of SaaS-based solutions that are out there um, are low. I mean, yeah. it's it's not like building Plus a new website or something right, like yeah. that. Um, it's usually a low-level commitment every single month, um, and the value is just tremendous. Just a no-brainer, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what, going back to kind of the last point, which kind of reiterates what we're talking about right now, is what those can do, and even if you are doing it manually, but what review software can do, and even what Google My Business provides, is when you're building reviews, 
is monitor the success of the program because all it's going to do is fuel the fire. It's going to show you direct correlation between since we started doing reviews, we've gone from five people visiting our website to 50 people to 500 people. So we're driving real traffic and we're growing real rankings as a result of the review generation that we've put into place. And that's really, that's going to speak for itself as far as getting back what you're putting in from an investment standpoint, because it's an investment. It's not a budget line expense. It's a long-term investment into growing the practice, reaching more patients, and ultimately getting them through the door and having them book an appointment. That's absolutely true. And one last thing for you guys as physician liaisons. I read all my reviews of all my clients before I ever worked as a physician liaison because it gives you incredible insights on what is going on. And I know as soon as I say that, other people are going to start using it. And I hope you guys do. As liaisons, you really need to investigate and reviews tell you a lot about what's going on and what your referring physicians are experiencing. So I want to wrap it up today. And I want to leave it off with Justin. How are these listeners going to connect with you? Because you are the digital marketing genius and you definitely create the most effective online strategies for these practices. And where can they find more content, more resources? How are they going to find you? Where can they connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, me personally, um, I'm uh, very active on Twitter. My handle is Justin D. Not K-N-O-T-T. Um, one of the good things that really goes kind of hand in hand what we were talking about today is I actually put together a very in-depth downloadable ebook or guide, however you want to call it, about localized SEO specifically for medical practices. So they can read more. Oh yeah, it's one of the most in-depth guides you're going to find specifically with step-by-step instructions and it's on bad. how to optimize and improve your Google My Business listings. Completely free. All right. The best way to find it is if you go to our blog um, and choose the SEO category, pretty much every one of the SEO blog posts that I have written and created um, have a link to that guide inside of it. So it's it's very accessible. Um, I'd highly encourage you to download it. And then um, obviously from a connection standpoint is we're out there on social, um, I'm out there on Twitter, and then Entropy, our agency, is very active. We have a healthy following, and we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, LinkedIn. we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn. <laughs> we're, we're all over the board, we and are. I'm sure y'all know that by what Kelly's got going on on, on and her LinkedIn and her social media. Entropy.com, I-N-T-R-E-P-Y.com. Yeah, and shoot and us an email if you have any questions about what we talked about today or, at info at entropy.com. Or if you're interested in using Entropy to help you on this review generation game and really get that competitive edge. So we've talked a lot today and we are full of more resources Feel free to connect with us. Feel free to join us on our website and social media platforms. And we will be continuing this conversation because it is not over and we definitely need to talk about listings next. So Justin will be joining me very frequently as we do some of these podcasts. And again, you guys, if you ever want to find more information on these healthcare marketing strategies, it is entropy.com. Check out our blogs and that killer SEO guide. It is going to be a step-by-step walkthrough full of amazing information. And I really advise you guys definitely diving into this game that you learn a little bit more about this SEO. And we're going to have information on there, of course, about reviews. So thank you guys for listening. And Justin, do you have any last words you'd like to give? our listeners that's 
that's about it. I hope you all find it very insightful. Look forward to be kind of being a part of this journey from the healthcare marketing side and lending some of my digital um, marketing knowledge that I've gained over the years in the healthcare space. Um, so yeah, look forward to it. And thanks again for having me on. All right. Thank you guys again for listening. Until next time.